Hey everybody, this is Vin. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Dakota 40. Before we start the show, we need to pay some bills. This episode is brought to you by Creamy.one. Creamy.one. Creamy is your premier source for adult toys and goods. They carry unique brands for empowered singles and couples interested in exploring their sexuality. So head over to Creamy.one. Creamy.one. That's C-R-E-A-M-I-E dot O-N-E. Don't forget to use code DECODEN40 for that 15% discount. Creamy.one. Now, let's start the show. There's a dude who's got a movement talking about porn, and it's tearing up the fiber of humanity, apparently. Being no, there's still that one hard drive in the attic he has not deleted. <laughs> Just in case. He, he's related to that guy. I don't like men's no more. <laughs> I'm delivered. <laughs> delivered. Word your mass. <laughs> Word your mass. This is another episode of Decoding 40. This is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Raw, making all your fantasies come true. This is L.O., live from BK, but residing in Harlem. What's up, it's your boy Vin, a.k.a. Vinny Pugazi, master of impressions. Yo, what's up, this is Howard, and I'm talking directly into the mic. Welcome to the stage, guys. <laughs> Hello, Google. I just do heroin. That sounds gross. Oh, y'all just trying to play me out. Oh, I'm being a prank. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another exciting episode of Decoding 40. My name is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Rock, and I'm here with my main man. This is your boy L.O. a.k.a. Moby Blick. What's up? It's your boy Vin in the building. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. What's up? It's your boy Vin in the building. Hope everybody's uh, safe out there. Peace. This is Alaric. So what is going on in your lives, fellas? I never do this, but I got a Vin. I'm going to start. So this weekend, I go to hang out with my brother. So I go out to Long Island, you know, and my niece is there and, and her boyfriend. And, you know, we, we, we're doing some family business, taking care of a few things. And my car was making a little noise. I, my power steering fluid was getting a little low. And I had been like, I hadn't had time to get to the to the mechanic. And I had called the mechanic that's by me. And he was like, yo, I got a two-week waiting list. And like, it, he's like, yo, I'm super busy. I'm sorry. I was like, yo, it's just an oil change, whatever. So anyway, I decided to go to the local oil change place when I'm out in Long Island because it's not so many people. I got a little time. I was like, all right, I'll run over there and get this done. Not remembering I had a, a family Zoom meeting that I had to take outside of it. But anyway, that, that's neither here nor there. So sorry. Sorry to my family. So anyway, I, I go to, I don't want to name the place, but I go to the, because it's not their fault. They actually did a great job. So I go to the place. The oil change place has two doors, a left garage door and a right garage door. And any other time that I've been there, they usually use the left side and the right side. And if one is empty, you go to the empty one. And if there's somebody in the, the other bay, then you, you go to the opposite one. So there was somebody in the right bay. So I pulled, there was nobody there. It's just one car that was in the right bay. It's a Sunday. So I pull in front of the left bay and I wait. And I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I'm being very patient and, and patient. Um, wait, how long were you uh, waiting and being patient? 
This is critical to the story. 15, 20 minutes. Okay. And a Latino brother, I believe he was Mexican brother, pulls up in the right bay behind the car that's waiting. And he's got a big truck. It was a newer truck, but it was a big truck. And he's in there with a friend of his. Was it a racist 150? No, it wasn't. I think it was like an expedition or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Then another white car pulls up behind his truck. So now it's like another 10 minutes that goes by and I'm looking over at the dude and I'm like, maybe I should have just pulled in this one lane because I don't know how this works out here. Maybe this is different or maybe this is Sunday rules or whatever. And mind you, I'm just trying to get a little little power steering fluid, get the oil changed while I'm there, whatever. So as I see these cars pulling up and they're still working on the car, I just decide to walk in there and talk to the dudes that are working there. So I walked in there and I said, listen, guys, I know you guys are working. I said, just real quick, are both bays open or just the one? He goes, he goes, uh, just the one. I said, okay, I was next. Let me talk to the, he says, yeah, no problem. He says, let me talk, to, let me talk to the dude. Cause he pulled up. I said, I'm next. And I've been waiting. Now I'm there about a half hour. So I politely walk up to the guy's truck. I asked him to roll the window down. He rolls the window down. He goes, yo, what's up, bro? I said, listen, sorry to do this to you. I said, I didn't know that they only had the one bay open, but I was, I was next. Would you mind backing up so I could get in there? He turns to me, he goes, yeah, no, I don't think I can because I'm here now. (laughs) What's done is done. Yo, it took everything for me not to go like 80% Alaric and 100% Leon. Like I really was about to spaz on this dude. And I was like, do I really want to fall on my sword for this oil change, for for this power steering fluid change? I was like, this ain't really a big deal. So I was like, dude, I was like, I just need you to back up a little bit. I can get in there. He goes, oh, there's a car behind me. I can't back up. You know, it is what it is or something like that. So now I'm like, so I just walk away and I go sit in the car. The car that's in the bay pulls out and I'm waiting. I'm, I swear to you, I'm waiting for this dude in the truck to pull into the bay. And I, as the guy's pulling out, I, I back my car up and I kind of like try to like sneak like I'm getting in there. And I'm looking at the dude and he's looking at me and I'm, and I'm watching that this is about to go left. The manager comes out to their credit. The manager comes out, walks right up to the dude in the truck. He was like, yo, you got to back up. He was next. And then he goes to the car in the back and he tells him, yo, back up. So this guy can back up. And he stays there until that guy backs up. He walks up. He stays there until the guy, the guy kind of like backs up a little. He, and he tells him to back way out so I could back the car up and pull in. They were very nice to me. They did a great job. And, and shout out to them. Crisis averted. But that really... When he looked at me so matter-of-factly and was like, yeah, no, I don't think so because I'm here now. I almost snapped. Malcolm X versus Latinx. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo. I'm going to guess fight that dude foot. can fight. I'm going to guess fight. that dude he might have might have talking boxing. His, I, I, I never seen him. I don't he, know what he looks like. But he definitely had an MMA look in his eye. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. He was gonna. He was gonna. He was gonna try to twist you up. I could just from that response, like Take down at the Jiffy Lube. He's too confident. He's <laughs> too confident, and I'm not used. I'm not used to people in the Hamptons talking, talking crazy, <laughs> talking like. Because you think they're like, oh, oil, an oil change big, big, big black guy, big black guy. Let me back up, right? Not him. He was like, nah, I don't think so. I'm here now. Like, yeah, I can take him. 
I was so I was so shocked. I was so shocked by it. Yeah, I don't know how tall he was and nothing. Yeah, 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 yeah. The so, brawl um, at yeah. the bay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Come on. Exactly. So, I so, <laughs> Come on. That's the way I like it. Oh man. I, I was asking, what do you call Latin Kevin? I, I mean, Jose is what pops into my head, but I don't I don't I don't know if that that Jose. That translates. Thank you for playing, but that's the wrong answer. That's the wrong. The answer. wrong answer. That's the wrong answer, sir. What's the right answer? The judges would have accepted Carlos. 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 Okay. Carlos. Gotcha. But it's funny because I know like two or three Carloses that are really nice guys though. Like, <laughs> I do. I think one of my one of my good friends owns a really that nice guys. Sounded incredibly racist. <laughs> You're welcome. Some of my best Some friends. Of my best Latino. friends. Yeah. Or Latinx. Well, you know what? That that didn't that to me that didn't feel necessarily like a racist race confrontation. Nah. That was a nah. big dick con. That was a big dick contest. That was a big dick contest. That's exactly what it was. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. And and I and I and I guess because I went up there, I don't know. I was very polite, and uh, maybe I shouldn't have been. I don't know. Maybe I should have been an asshole. But that's that. Let me um, yeah. in the, your story. You got out of your car, yeah. went inside the Jiffy Loop. Yeah. Well, I just stuck my head into just to ask the because if the other bay was open, because they were they were short staffed for sure. Oh, you were just if, confirming if, if the bay was open, not to go right. saddle on this other gentleman. No, right. <laughs> oh, okay. No, All right. no, no, no. Okay. No. Because <laughs> because if I, the I, other I, bay was open. I, I thought you pulled a, a low key excuse me. Uh, black me Kevin. Here. Excuse nah. me, sir. Uh, nah. I have to ask you a question, please. <laughs> Is both bays open today, sir? Because this man seems to be encroaching. In the line in front of me, sir. Please, could you ask him to back up his car, sir? He's got a big Ford F one fifty, sir. And you know what that means? Very, very mean. You know what that means? Very aggressive. <laughs> he's a racist, probably. Very aggressive. He's very aggressive. <laughs> he's a very aggressive Trump racist. He's driving a, fef- a Ford one fifty. He's got a Latins for Trump sticker on his car. Exactly. But, um, yeah, but no, if the if the if the other bay was open, then when they finished with his car, I figured they would have come over and just opened the other bay and I could have drove. Got gotcha. you, gotcha, right. gotcha, gotcha. But but when he told me the other bay was open, that's when I went over to do like, yo, my man, would you mind backing up? You know what I'm saying? I got to wait. What was his I response? Said, I thought I thought that was a golden response. No, he he was like, yeah, no, nah, I don't think so because I'm here now. <laughs> <laughs> and then hold up hold up and then it got better it got better now it's, oh that's it's that's impossible i'm here now hold up. right 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 right. <laughs> my it's car like, only moves one way sir right exactly no but here was the shit i acted like we just went into a regular conversation but but what happened is is after i said that i said my man i was next and he and he says nah i just left and drove around and came back here because i was here already i was like my dude I've been here for like 15 or 20 minutes. What are you talking about? That you was here already. You know what I'm saying? And if you and 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 when you're pulling into the oil change spot, first come, first serve. If you if you get out of line, oh well. You know what I'm saying? You you miss your t- so now so, in now in know. my head he sounds like Antonio Banderas. He's like, <laughs> No, I'm sorry, it's it's impossible. I'm already here. Don't make it me go to my guitar case and pull out my gun. <laughs> nah, he he definitely wasn't that smooth. He was definitely essay, but you know. Yeah, I don't know. Like, and that truck was kind of nice, so maybe he could have been. Like you never know. Maybe he could have been. 
crime affiliated because that truck was actually really kind of wow nice. oh now that's wow. racist now that's definitely racist you just was Fuck. not going to get out of this segment without the me. man had a good job well he, he, you go he deserved that, that. Oh. he deserved that commentary to all my latin brothers i don't think everyone is crime i'm not I moving think. for nothing vato the fuck <laughs> out my face before i call little puppet and big puppet and we fuck you up homes. now get back in your fucking audi and get the fuck out my face vato <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't quite that bad it wasn't quite that bad but um the way he said it i was so stunned i didn't know i didn't know how to react when he said it i was so stunned anyway in other news i'm i'm training my daughter how to work how to walk whoa <laughs> how to like, walk wow. sorry uh, yo I, to I, I took a beat i wanted to see where's he going with this uh, sorry sorry I t- i'm teaching my daughter how to walk and she's up to four steps Oh, that's awesome. So, uh, and you guys have so baby proof the house? Working on it. Yeah, a lot we have. We have done, but but this what we're discovering is as good as we think that we baby proof the house, we're not. We right. didn't. I told this, you, you got to get down on your knees and crawl yeah. around the house and see what you can pull down. That's the only way. There's a lot there, of goodies. There is, There's a lot there of is goodies a, from down there. There is a cabinet that's at the far end of our kitchen that's hard to get into. And in the back of the cabinet behind all of these pots and pans, there is a, a metal ladle, metal soup ladle. Mm-hmm. I don't know how she gets. I mean, I know she opens the door. I don't know how she gets in there. I don't know how she moves all these cast iron pans <laughs> and all that. But every time she, I come back, every time I she's come sitting in, there, in the middle of the floor. Pans in my way. I just she's need the ladle. In the of the floor, I need that banging ladle. the ladle on the wood floor. I'm like, how did you get that, yo? Every time, <laughs> yeah. and every time I try to hide it more efficiently, it's, it's no use. Ladle, no ladle, use. ladle. So, I need that. And that's the only cabinet that doesn't have the the magnetic child locks on it. Every time oh, it says she knows. Yeah, she's like, I got to get my ladle. I got to practice uh, being a drummer for the band. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> <sighs> that's my check in. I survived. I just had to get that off. Thank you, fellas. Welcome to Decoding 40, the hilarious comedy podcast where four longtime friends fearlessly and ferociously explore and decode the complex issues and thinking of today's grown-ass men. Come join Vinny, Alaric, Mac, and Leon as we give you a glimpse into what men really think and drink. This podcast is not for the faint of heart, but it is guaranteed to have you in stitches. This is a trigger warning. If you're sensitive about anything, you've been warned. Leon, what's up? So the other day I had mail in my mailbox and I, I actually I was expecting mail and I wanted to see if it had arrived. So it had arrived. It was um, a pair of glasses that I was looking for. And I was like, cool, I'll grab them on my way back because I was running to the grocery store. I go to the grocery store. I come back and this is at after five, like closer to 6 p.m. The mailman who is normally putting the mail in at around 12 or one o'clock the latest has all of the, the doors open for the mail. He's distributing mail and, and it's like all, almost six o'clock. So typically when he's there late, I've never seen him that late, but when he's late and if you let him know you got to get something out of your mailbox, he'll close it or close it, the entire door and then let you get your mail out of the box. So I go, hey, I need to grab something out of my mailbox uh, if you don't mind. And he goes, you're going to have to wait. Wait, what'd you say? <laughs> So I asked him again. I said, no, seriously, I, I have to get something out of my mailbox. I said, you're going to have to wait. Oh, 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 bro, can you just close the, the, the door so I can get my package? 
So he says, what apartment? So I tell him my apartment and he looks and he says, there's nothing in there. So I tell him it's a blue box. It's absolutely in there. And that my voice is starting to raise at this point. And there's a lot of people around. me. He looks again and he says, nah, there's nothing in there. I said, bro, <laughs> it's in there. Please just close this door. So he slams it and he says, go ahead. So I get my box. And as I turn around, he starts berating another woman, like cursing at her. So I'm like, is he losing himself right now? Like, is he about to have a meltdown? But they start laughing. So I guess he was trying to be clever or something like that. But I just want to give a PSA to all of the um, mail carriers that uh, listen to the show. Don't play around with people like that. <laughs> it's not safe. It's not warranted. We are still trying to avoid plagues. So any type of stress is like really like agitating. So I, I just had to get that off my chest because I, I didn't understand why he had to go that route because a brother like me, I like I was taking that very personal. Like I was I walked away like, OK, I always remember what you say, like, you know, give the postal uh, workers a, a break. You know, I'm about to jump in here on this with with this. You know, I know, you know but, I, I have a special place in my heart for for postal. postal but I'm like, there has to parents. be some like equanimity between us. Like, I won't go off on you, but you got to be a little cordial when I come through. You know, to get my mail that you're delivering. He should not have done that. But I do want to say this, and I believe this now in retrospect. I believe there is a certain amount of PTSD that I got working at the post office. I believe that. And I and we've told you know I've told some of the yeah, stories yeah, yeah. on the on the on the show, but, but yeah, just so that's why you're scared yeah, I, of white women, right? Yeah. <laughs> but 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 you flinch but, every time you see a white woman. I I do. I, no, but but how can you slap? <laughs> how can you slap? But no, but <laughs> how can she slap? <laughs> We actually need to put that in the next best of. We got to put that in the next best of. But first of all, no, he should not have done that. He should, whatever's going on in his day, he shouldn't have taken out on you. That was wrong. So I'm not defending his behavior. I just want to be clear about that. However, the post office, especially the carriers and everything is the only thing. It is the, it is the only branch that I'm, fam that I'm familiar with and that, that I've been exposed to of government. That is a civilian organization that comes out of the military that is not, that doesn't have all the benefits and privileges of military. And the supervisors and everybody, and again, I've, I haven't been there in a long, long time. But I remember the feeling that I had when I would leave the office to go deliver the mail. And sometimes they, yo. They I mean, were, but what are they doing they were, in were, the office that would make you They were like, abusive, abusive, abusive. Like, they talk like medieval crazy. Women? Like, what, what, are you, what are you talking about, abusive? So- so, so Sergeant got to a Package, point. Say the rescue here. <laughs> Come here, Sergeant Package. <laughs> Give me Yo, thirty push-ups and twenty-five sit-ups, nigga. <laughs> there used to be fights. There used to be fights in the post office all the time. Yeah, you and told they stopped that because, because, because remember the whole idea of going postal and people would run back in the post office and shoot the supervisor. Right. That's that's that was a real thing. So what they did was they put a zero to tolerance policy. If you touched another person, you were gone. You're fired. That's it. There's no. You know what's interesting? There was a cluster of of workplace violence in the post office, and there doesn't seem to be any more of that. That seems to be, because they put that rule in. Because they put that, that rule is the, oh. is the difference. That, 
that's that, what gets yeah. people from murdering their coworkers. I don't think so. No, but no, but no, because I, what I happened? Would shoot, I was going to shoot this nigga in the face. This rule, right? <laughs> I was going to shoot this nigga in the face, but I thought about my job, and I was like, nah, I don't want to do my job. Yeah, they might write me no, up. But right, no, but they might write but, me up. But think about anybody who comes back. For the most part, unfortunately, think about anybody who comes back to to a school or workplace with a gun. There's been a series of things that have happened and it escalates over time. So yeah. if you don't have that, if you don't have that fight in the parking lot or you don't have that altercation in there, it usually does not escalate beyond there. But yo, yo, well, yo I, the, right. the guy that gets yeah. fired for the zero tolerance is probably going to come back. I'm just saying that it, they're not shooting like they used to. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, that's not true. Like but anyway, so I'm not defending this brother. I remember one. I'll give you guys a, a quick story, and then I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hijack. You know, I just want to tell you a story. So one time, just so everybody knows, in the morning, the mailman put all your mail together. They bundle it, and and they they get it. They prepare the mail to be delivered, and they they order it by address. And there's routes, right? There's routes. So you go block one, block two, whatever it is. And then they pack those bags up. They give it to the to the guys in the trucks, and the guys go drop the mail off. And you do it like a relay race, right? So you do block one, you fill your bag back up, you do block two, et cetera, right? So sometimes when the mail is heavy and you got coupons, or you got whatever whatever's coming in, right? It takes you longer to do the mail. So when it takes you longer to do the mail, or you can't finish the route, or people who have harder routes, they'll give you help. But sometimes when a supervisor is mad at you, wants to be a dick, he won't give you help. And the problem is it takes as long as it takes to deliver the mail. So one day, pre-racked my mail. They overloaded it and had me do what I was doing. And I was like, dude, there's no way I'm going to finish this mail. It's like, because this, you, you're supposed to be back in the office at a certain time. Now, mind you, we had lockers there. So I had changed into my uniform. And the only thing I had in me is my wallet and my keys. But like all of my stuff was in them. So he says to me out there, I was like, yo, I need help, dude. He was like, well, go out there. If it starts getting late, give me a call and I'll send you some help. It's pouring rain. Pour, I mean, like, not a little bit, all day, pouring, pouring rain. And I have on a, I don't know why, that I think I was just broke, but I had a denim jacket on. You guys know how denim feels? What? Yeah, yeah. I had no raincoat, I had no raincoat and a denim jacket on. Don't they have don't give denim? you? They don't give you a postal raincoat? Yeah. At that time, I didn't have one. You had and to pay for later it? Later on, no, no, they give you an allowance to go buy stuff, but I hadn't gotten my allowance yet for whatever reason. So I had like the pants and the shirt, but nothing extra. So later on, I found out that this dude was trying to break my spirit. Like literally when they came in, that was his, you know, this thing. He goes, this kid thinks he's too too good. We, we, we're going to break his spirit. So I called him at three o'clock and I said, yo, I'm not going to finish. I got four hours or five hours worth of work left. Yeah. I'm not going to get back by 5.30. Call me back. I call him back at four o'clock. It's like, yo, I'm, I'm telling you. I call him back at five o'clock. Yo, you gotta send me some help. He goes, I don't care what it takes. Stay out there till you finish. And bangs the phone down. <laughs> wow. Yo, the postal office is like paid in full. <laughs> yo. <laughs> Get so, late in. And at, at the time, I didn't have a car. Make so that means I had to every day. Hold on. <laughs> And, and mind you, where I was where I was delivering mail wasn't the best neighborhood. Okay, uh, so I'm I'm going up to people's houses now. It's like 7, 8 o'clock. I'm still delivering mail. Then I had to walk back to the station, which was like a 30, 45 minute walk. It's dark. 
It's pouring wet. I'm soaked all the way through. Shoes, socks, everything. All I want to do is get back, change, get on the train, and go home. I, I walk back to the station 30, 45 minutes. By, by law, they're not supposed to leave you out there because something could happen to you, right? They're supposed to wait till you get back because if something doesn't happen, they're supposed to send somebody out to look for you. Things happen to mailmen all the time. I get back to this. I get I'm back sorry, to the station. The shit is closed. Everybody had gone home. It was locked up. Gates was down. So I had to take my mail cart, lock it up in one of the boxes, go. Luckily, I have my wallet and my house keys. Because if I left my house keys, I wouldn't have been able to get in my apartment. Soaking wet, I got on the train and got back home. I came in here the next day smoking. I would have murdered everybody in there. Hold on. And I roll up on this dude and I and I got up in his face. And Yo, I before, said, before Max said anything, he's like, you're in. You're a knock. You're in, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <You> made it. <laughs> and he turned to me and he said, I knew yesterday was either going to make you or break you. Oh, Yo. my God. True story. It's a true story, yo. And then and I, and I, and I, and, and, and I, I, I almost hooked I almost hooked off on him. I, yo. But then you I, remembered the policy. I was like, and I, I literally told him. There's I was no like, I was like, and, I, and I was like, and I was like, yo, fuck this job, E. I was like, I was like, you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna do me like wow. that, whatever, whatever, whatever. And and the guys saw that I was getting hot, and they rolled up on me. And matter, wait, matter of fact, I was, you, you know who saved me? Rich, shout out, cause he listens to the podcast. Yo, Rich, shout, and Rich rolled up on me. He was like, yo, chill. And Rich was working there with me. We was working there together. Rich had actually been there longer. And Rich came over cause he, he saw I was piping hot. I was piping hot. I, I've never I, ever wanted a job that bad. Mm. And that was the thing. Nah, you weren't going to abuse me like that. And it, yeah, you, but, you were about but, to lose your job. That's what's about but, to happen. If you broke any of the rules, I'm going to nail your ass. You can't put somebody out like that. They, they literally. And that was, that was intentional. Apparently you can't. Apparently you can't. I, I, I went to the union. They did nothing. I went to the head of the station. He did nothing. I called up the main, the regional head post office. They did nothing. And it was just like, oh, well. Did yeah. you try shooting Call him? No, the policy. Listen oh, here, brother. <laughs> it either gonna make you or break your rock. I don't know what happened to that brother, but keep in mind it's a culture of abuse. He's probably delivering uh, mail to my building very late, five hours late at this point. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only outcome for that person. And he won't let me in my box. Exactly. <laughs> he won't let me in my box, Paul. Well, f- fuck that guy. <laughs> anyway. Yes. Well, the only other thing I was going to talk about was my wife finally got me to start watching Power Book, the Ghost Book Two, whatever it's called. It's not as horrible as I thought it'd be. It is just <laughs> not enjoyable. It is just um, so it's not it's not as unwatchable as Power, but no, almost. you would think this is even more unwatchable because I enjoy really Power. Yes, okay, I yeah. I can't because the, the hilarious line I saw is that no matter what kind of trouble Tariq gets in. His ass will always go to class. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's funny. That's true. <laughs> yeah, he could have bodies on him trying to do all types of $100 million uh, drug deals, but he will always be in class on time. So, uh, see, oh, I can't. I can't. <laughs> yes, but there's a reason. There's a reason. There's a reason. He has to. He has to. I don't want to. If you get no, no, no. If you got to explain, no, let me it. tell you what. No, you, no, but, no, 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 no. I know. I know. He, it's a part of the. He's got to finish. Co- right. He's got to finish school to get the bag. To get the bag, his father left him. 
So anyway, that's all I had. God bless you all. This is Leon, and I'm done speaking. What's good, people? This is Alaric. If you like the show, then make sure you subscribe to Decoding 40 on IG, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, Tumblr, Reddit, um, Tumblr. Did I say Tumblr? Fluid. That's new. It's brand new. Just came out. Fluke, Etsy, Pinterest, Friendster, Hamster, X-Hamster. Oh, wait. That's my private account. Don't follow that. Well, my check-in is short. Uh, I really don't have a check-in. Well, that's check-in, short. Check-in. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Pretty much. And this check-out. I'm Vin, and I'm done speaking. Sponsored. I checked in, and I checked Vince out. Daily rant. Well, pretty much. <laughs> I... Uh, I had a problem with my electricity in my house and uh i got a guy to come through that i know from the from my t8 days and um he um he was one of my students so he came through he's i think he does like he was also an electrician so he started to uh he found out what the problem was it was the outlet behind the refrigerator was causing some issues he went behind that jiggled something all of a sudden the lights came back on upstairs so i don't i don't know what the issue is he's gonna change we're gonna just leave that fucking outlet alone he's gonna install a new outlet with a um dedicated line to the breaker so it won't affect the upstairs but eventually i have to get the electrical work done in my house and that costs entirely too much money right now that i don't have so you know just put another thing uh, on, on put another shrimp on the barbie of uh, things that stress me out other than that you know i woke up this morning Thank you, Lord. Praise his name. He went behind it and jiggled it. Pause. All right. (laughs) Just a little bit. Jiggle it. What's up with you, Rick? Last week, I was in Miami, and it was 80 degrees. This week, I'm in West Virginia. Seven degrees. It's a drastic change, and I do not like it. I don't want to be here working outside in West Virginia in seven degree weather when there's Miami. But you know, are, are you shooting outside? You're shooting outside. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. thought you were shooting we, inside. But no, I want to feel bad for you, but I don't because because you were just in Miami. So I, yeah. I I want to have sympathy for you, but I but I don't. Um, but I I that is awesome. That you have to work <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate your concern for my well being while working outdoors in the in the elements. No, it's it's all right. I, I you know, I, I if that's the most I have to complain about is having to wear long johns and uh hand and feet warmers. But that's really it. So I we had a so with this with this production, the protocol is like everybody has to move in their own vehicles. We can't travel in the same vehicles. So they rented a car and I had to drive it down from New York and it's a it's a long drive. It's like seven hours. And I'd done it before, but Today felt extra long. It felt like I was on the road forever, forever. But um, I was, they gave, uh, there was a mix-up at the, well, not a mix-up, but um, it's really hard to get rental cars now. So rental car places have very few vehicles. So you maybe get lucky and get an upgrade. So they had me in a, a compact SUV, but they didn't have anything available. So they gave me a Durango. And it's like the Citadel 4. It's a really nice vehicle. And now, nice. now I don't like my car as much. Wow. <laughs> like this, this car is too big, like to, to 
try to park in Brooklyn, it, it would be ridiculous to try to find parking with this vehicle every day. But on the highway, oh, this thing, man, it's like how it's like having power at your fingertips. Like you just tap the pedal and like all of a sudden you're going from 60 to 90. What's that, a V8? Like, uh, I think it is a V8. Yeah. I think it is a V8. They're renting V8s? Wow. It's either it's either a V uh, it, Durang, it's a, a Durango V6 or it's a V8. Uh, yeah, it's, but it's, I think it's I think it might be a V8. I think it might either be. that or a big six with like like dual overhead cam and all of the shit on it. That 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 technology in there. These uh, dude, powerful. all I can tell you is like there's a lot of power under that engine, and and now I'm like, hmm, what's it gonna cost me to trade my car? Oh my and God. Get me? But I can't, I can't. Obviously. You don't want American anyway. They they, they they're know. great to rent. They're great to rent. I don't know, B. I don't know. At the Wrangler parts are cheaper. Up. Parts are cheaper, and you don't keep it forever. You would I, lease that. I would lease that. I would never buy. I agree. I buy foreign. I rent American. You buy German. That doesn't make sense. Why? But uh, buying, I buying German. I would. I, I would buy. They don't have, they don't have a, something else. They don't have a great German. history. They don't have a great history of the longevity of life of the of a vehicle is not great history. If you're buying Japanese Toyotas. Nissans, they seem to last forever. I have only so I have only I have only gone out to my car Honda's. twice where I put mm -hmm. the key in and it didn't start. And one time was a battery in, in all the years I've had my car. I've had very little issues with my car. Tires and things like that, but but yeah, you don't really drive your car. More issues than that. More issues than that. Well, no, the issue no the seat and, wouldn't and, go and, back and forward. That's just that's just it's electrical. That's just because yeah, I'm t I, well, it's all the things that that, that 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 count to the life of a vehicle. I'm just saying, when I turn the car on, it starts. You know what I'm I saying? I mean, it turned on, but I ain't got no heat. I mean, oh. you know, I turn the heat on, that shit blow out cold air. <laughs> I pull on the cold no, I got heat, heat. On the heat. I got heat. I got heat. I'm leaking steering fluid every time I turn the wheel. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> that that no, counts I, I think it might be a vehicle like. German cars typically are more expensive to repair, but they are yep. pretty reliable. While Japanese cars are reliable and typically less expensive to repair. Yeah. And they retain their value a lot better. Yeah. But they've gotten so boring. They've gotten so boring. Like they're still not interesting. Like a camera Japanese cars? Yeah, it's not interesting. Lexus has a pretty good uh lineup right now. Lexus does I, have I, a I, nice lineup. I will admit I that. haven't seen a new line. I haven't seen a new lineup. But the last time I looked at the, at the Lexus, when I bought this car, I looked at the Lexus and it was just like, it just didn't move me. It, it didn't move me. And it was it was an extra 20 grand unnecessarily. And I couldn't understand why, because I felt like this is a Toyota. Why is it there's so much money? Yeah, I, I agree. The Camry is like boring. I mean, it's a lot better than it looked in the 90s. <laughs> I mean, the 90s, it was <laughs> right, just... You're right. <laughs> You're right. Just a yeah. Bulb. yeah, but the, but them cameras from the '90s is still on the road. Still on the road. <laughs> yeah, that's can, crazy. From the, they got four hundred eighty nine thousand miles on it. Camry. Well, yeah, that's Camry's what's in going the, on with two thousand and the two thousand Maxima. Yeah, two thousand is still running and still running. <laughs> Maxima. It'll, it'll run you down. It'll run you down. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Can I add this to my check in? I'm drinking yeah. a box of wine. Because there's no liquor stores open in West Virginia oh, at nine o'clock. Box of wine from Walmart. I'm I'm shocked you got that in West Virginia. They got wine and beer in in Walmart. Don't don't you need a signed letter from like a sheriff to get alcohol in West Virginia? Jesus. Mm. 
What do they have liquor stores, or can you can you can, is liquor readily available in West Virginia? Yeah, tons of there's oh, tons of alcoholics here. Yeah, I was going to say a couple. <laughs> of they prop they have like an Every, ABC setup, right? Like probably, it's from yeah. the uh, the state, state, right? Yeah, ABC. Uh, like Virginia, I, Virginia has ABC. I don't think they do. There's not a lot of them. There's not a lot of liquor stores like in New York, but I don't think they I don't think they're government run liquor stores. Okay. I've only been to two here. They seem like regular liquor stores. That's that's one good thing about Jersey. I walked in the supermarket and it was just like liquor everywhere. I was like, oh wow, this is great. That was that's that was that's a plus in the in the Jersey column. Cuffing season has officially started. And where else can you get your cuffs and all things in your sexual survival kit but Creamy.one? Creamy.one. Creamy is your premier source for adult toys and goods. They carry unique brands for empowered singles and couples interested in exploring their sexuality. So head over to Creamy.one. That's C-R-E-A-M-I-E dot O-N-E. Don't forget to use code DECODEN40 for that 15% discount. Creamy. One. Let's get back to the show. This week in Sounds About White. That sounds about white. Young white Karen threatens to bring guns to, to school if her kids have to wear a mask. If her kids have to wear a mask, she's going to bring guns to school. And I think she said she's going to bring all the guns. All the loaded all, guns. All, all the loaded guns to school. How do you guys feel about that? If you heard it at the PTA meeting, what would you say? And would you take your kids out of the school? This story actually almost makes me want us to create a segment called What If They Were Black? If this was a Black woman or a Black man who had got in front of a school board and threatened to shoot up a school. Arrested for terroristic threats. They wouldn't have made it to the parking lot. They'd have been on CNN for sure. Yeah. CNN. And, and the fact that she can feel so comfortable to say that i don't know why it is, why it would but it still shocks me it still shocks my conscience that someone would feel so comfortable to say and particularly in these days and times where we have so many uh shootings in school that she's going to bring all her guns loaded on monday i'll, see you, know what's crazy? I'll see you monday you know what's crazy? <laughs> is that she makes that threat but not only is she making that threat to the school board, but her, her kids are seeing that shit. Like, and and then the kids in the school are seeing that shit. And you go, yeah. like, are you serious? Right? Are you fucking serious right now? Like, what what's going on? They 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 they'll do all of this, but don't you dare teach about slavery or anything to do with us fucking killing black folks. Like, don't don't teach history at this point, right? The 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 Santis is is signing a law where they don't want to they, they, the the white fragility law. You should just call it because. We're not going to have anything that's going to basically, you know, fuck with the sensibility of young white children. We don't want any feelings hurt. But I thought someone made a great point that the fact that they are saying that their children would somehow be made to feel bad about themselves if they hear about this history, instead of talking about or aligning themselves with the white people who were abolitionists during this time. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. It's so crazy. Like that shows the psychosis of this country that right. they automatically align themselves with the worst part instead of trying to say, okay, there were those of us that wanted to actually free or help 
uh, eliminate. Tell slavery. the story. Just tell the story. I'm, I'm imagining those people. Those people that object. They saw their grandfather in the, in that picture. Shit, they were they in that picture. That. Some of them. <laughs> they saw their grandma in, that, in the background of that picture with they were hanging a black man by by they, the neck and burning him at the stake. There was a picture. Picture I saw. Uh, there was an author. I can't think of her name off the top of my head right now. In the video she shot or whatever, she shows a picture of a black man being hung. And then in, in the background, you see all the white folks. And she starts like kind of going from face to face. And then she's talk. then you see the children there. And they were like, there's probably kids there from anywhere from three to eight, nine years old in the picture. And you can see them sitting there and they're looking at the dead black man. That eight-year-old is the 60-year-old right now or the seven-year-old mm. right now. Mm. Who doesn't want CRT and, and 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 is complaining and this that and the other? These motherfuckers been they they not they not all dead. That's the thing. Right. You they don't want saying? their grandchildren to to Jeez. actually hear the shit that they did. Exactly. Right. That's like that's fuck, like that's fuck like around and see Mima in the in your textbook. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> right. That, that's like that, that's like a young Mima. a young girl now, uh, seeing her mama in a Luke video. <laughs> or, 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 fucking, or, or seeing analogy. like, or wow. seeing, like, you brown. or seeing like, no, Mama or seeing like a, a fucking old school, like somebody took an old school fucking freak Nick video and put this shit online somehow, and, you, and your kids mm. saw it, and that's your mama. That sounds dropping painful. it like it's hot. That's my mm. mama. That's my mama. Ma- ma- imagine if, uh, imagine if a kid whose mom was in the Luke video. And he just found out she come home from work and he changed her ringtone to Doodle Brown. Doodle Brown. <laughs> what she calls me. That's weird. That's my song. <laughs> I'll put my song on. But nah, it's it's but, it's crazy like that. Like, you know, there, there's no um lines anymore. They want the lines for themselves, but nobody else. Like, hmm. this is our line and we're but, not gonna cross it. The the audacity he, he, of that that woman to stand in front of that school board and Threaten them, but who was she? Who was she intending on shooting? She's not intending on shooting the policymakers. So, are you going to shoot teachers and administrators who are just doing their job, who are trying to keep your children safe? And those are the people that you're gonna you intend to murder, so right. your children don't have to wear masks. Like, I don't even understand the mentality of them. Like, it's a simple thing that they've made so politicized. Now it defines whether you're progressive or conservative or if you're a libertarian or conservative i think how it came to that is that you know you're you're always talking about it is the media they've they got like four or five fucking engines running at the same time to manipulate society and whatever that engine is whether it's visual audio whatever it is they, they just they got these they got these engines running at like 90 miles an hour and got everybody up in a fucking tank like a in a, 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 a tizzy where no one can just like breathe for a second and execute mm. common sense. Mm. Everybody's out of their fucking mind right now, yo. It's Everybody, this was irritating to me. No, I said his was irritating to me. The bill in Florida and some of the other bills are written in such a way that it is banning public schools and private businesses from teaching anything or having any language in any of their materials to make kids feel any discomfort at all. Yeah. And I'm like, I've been feeling discomfort around race. I've been feeling discomfort since I was a kid dealing with race. So now that it's coming back around, you don't want anyone to feel any discomfort? The whole conversation around race is, dis- is uncomfortable by nature. So this law 
the white fragility of it all is just is very disturbing to me. This culture coddles and also encourages this type of weird behavior because the woman in Virginia, she got a $5,000 bond, I think, but basically a slap on the wrist because she apologized and made a, a, a public uh, mea culpa. And I'm saying to myself, wait a minute, we have had people die over cigarettes. Mm-hmm. And this woman actually made a terroristic threat. And all she had to do was have some crocodile tears and apologize. And then all is forgiven. Well, I, I don't know if I want to see her do a, a year in jail for this, but there should be some repercussions for the statements that she made. I don't know how much you want to punish her for it, though. I don't know if she necessarily has been in jail, but I, I'd like to see her it. life's ruined. Her life is her life is definitely ruined. I Whatever job she ruined. had, she's probably uh, she's probably working with people who feel the exact same way that she well, does. Well, the reason I say her life is ruined is because now she's a public figure. She's no longer a private citizen, and people are coming at her from all angles. She's now famous, and not the kind of famous you want to be. Man, this is the rich. She's house bad effect. famous. This is the Rittenhouse effect. She will be probably on Fox News on Laura Ingram talking about, hell yeah, girl, you stuck it to him. And I told him just like that, I was going to come down there with my 38th special yeah. and make it a special day for them. And I tell you what, yeah, that bitch. Look, look at Marjorie Taylor Greene and, and the other chick from the Midwest, Lauren Bobart. Yeah. They, they, but she wanted that spotlight. I know, but they're all perpetuating this narrative about you got your guns, we're gonna bring and our guns. Good. And there was a guy, I can't remember what, uh, he was at some public forum and he said, Okay, when is enough and is enough? When do we start shooting or something like that? When we start wow. killing them or fighting back? Yeah, so this, I saw that. This I saw is that. I know that's what I'm saying. So they're supporting and encouraging this behavior, yeah. And yeah. it's, it's, it's so, oh, America's so weird. It's this so is bad. definitely a new era. This is definitely a new era. I'm starting to believe, or not believe, I should say, I, I'm starting to see some possibilities in the theory that this government by 2030 could be radicalized. And uh, in, in this is not something I made. This is what the, the Canada basically has uh, wrote a report about it and how can fragile- report about America, about America and how fragile America is and their democracy. And then by 20, talking about the 2024 election and how, you know, the way it's the way we're going right now. And it's see, you know, it's not far fetched. I mean, we already had January 6th. It's not like it can't happen again. Mm-hmm. And the next time could be worse. The next time could, could really be. The, that was the dry run. Now this mm-hmm. is the real thing. Like, I don't I, I remember. Just, Remember a couple years ago, I said civil war, and y'all said, "Oh, come on, they're gonna quash that." And remember, we're gonna put. I'm gonna nah, pull that I don't audio think it's up. gonna be a civil war. It's not gonna be a civil war in the, in the sense that you're talking. It's gonna be the government's gonna be installed, and if the government has control of the military, and the military is with whatever policy or whatever government's installed, then as regular citizens, we ain't really gonna have too much repercussion. All right, it's not gonna be a civil war in that. It's not going to be violence in the street. But I know. as we see, the, the last election, the most amount of people in the history of this country voted. That's the type of civil war we're talking about. It's not going to be um, these militias fighting the government. If they lose the election mm-hmm. fair and square, there is going to be violence in the streets. It's not going to be a line of guys on each side of the river with muskets. It's not going to be that. But it's yes, it's absolutely going to be 
Yo, the, you, oh, you going yo, back to the old, the last civil war? No, yo, that's not how. Yo, that's yo, not how our military operates yo, anymore. Yo, yo, and march. <laughs> left, right, left, right. Yo, there will be. I think there will be violence in the street. There'll be another January sixth type of situation. One, two. If they go in and they steal it, the liberals are going to be in the streets. If they steal it, the liberals are going to be in the streets, and then they're going to be out there defending the constitution. And it's going to be sweater hats versus, uh, you know, <laughs> you can talk AR-15s. all you want to. Sweater, no. sweater hats and AR-15s. Yeah. Fight. <laughs> that's, the name, that's the name of this episode. Sweater hats and AR-15s. <laughs> uh, AR-15 sweater hats. All right. Moving on. What's good, Dakota 40 family? Thanks so much for listening to the show. But don't keep it to yourself. Make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend. Spread the word. Decoding 40. There is a gentleman, using the word loosely, there's a gentleman online who is suggesting that it is time to end pornography and that we should not we end should pornography. Quit. See, you're being salacious right now. He's suggesting that people quit pornography. Okay. He's not He's saying that the industry should end because there's no way you're going to end this industry. But he is okay. He's take a stance and stop indulging in pornography. For what purpose? Go to work. Say no to jerk. Because he's lost his mind. (laughs) Yeah. No jerk. Go to work. No jerk. Go to work. (laughs) Although there is some maybe kernel of truth, if if we all stop, or those of us who indulge stopped and put our brain power together, we probably could kill Omicron and every uh, version of the coronavirus. That's not, that how humans, that's not how humans function. No, I know, but uh, I think if we were no to jerking, redirect our energy. No jizz. No jerking. <laughs> no jizz. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I feel like... Drop your cock, grab your socks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right i don't know if we uh, want to make it through this segment but um say no <laughs> yeah i don't i don't know what his uh i mean this is along the line what uh terry cruz was uh promoting oh fuck terry cruz uh, no, no. <laughs> fuck terry cruz there you go terry cruz was in a situation and he, oh, he, need, he, he needed a cause. Terry Cruz said his statement: "You can't replace white supremacy with black supremacy." Oh my god! I'm like Terry. What the fuck are you talking about? Shut up! Shut up, Terry. Redfish, bluefish, one fish, two fish. <laughs> Terry just wants to work. He just wants to work in Hollywood. I, I. Tip. I get it. I no longer trust you. Yeah. Come Terry. Well, let's not get Terry Cruz confused no. with a, an activist. He is not that. No, let's, he's not the activist. He is Ter- his character Ter- in, in, in White Chicks. <laughs> yeah. He is his character in White Chicks. But the problem yes. is when you have a platform and you take on these types of causes, I think it disrupts good conversation and good discourse. So that's why I thought it would be interesting to at least entertain the idea that is porn or does it have a negative impact in our communities and on our relationships? And should we have a conversation about quitting it? You know, next question. 
<laughs> Should we quit it? Next question. Next question. What? What's uh, what? Uh, what's the? Uh, uh, you had to get You had to get I what? take the fifth. I seen it. What? what what's so? Up. Did you see the? I'm sorry. Yeah. Did you see the most death with the with the yellow cake? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got the yellow cake right here, baby. One, two, three, oh, fifth. No fucking way. Come on, man. Is is porn healthy? No. Is porn entertaining? Absolutely, yes. Yeah, Are porn. cigarettes bad? Yes. Do cigarettes relax people? Yes. Hmm. Why do you think porn? Why do you think porn isn't healthy? If you have an unhealthy addiction to porn, and that's all you do yeah. all day, and you and well, and if you have an unhealthy addiction to anything, right? Yeah. We're not talking so about outside, anything. We're talking about porn. But no, outside of an addiction. <laughs> so you're saying everybody's addicted. He's taking that shit don't. personal. Yeah, I'm see? saying no. I'm not taking it personally. I'm just saying let, let's let's not. Play. He was like, you ain't messing with my four hours a day. Let's not let's not let's not play devil's advocate here. We're talking about porn. We're not talking about anything else. Well, no, it's my I think, four hours, I think, I think, and I can do with it what a, I want. He he Check has a point. Portfolio with Jergens. If you're if you're doing anything all day and not taking care of what you're supposed to, it's it's a bad thing. If you're drinking all day, it's a bad thing. If you're smoking weed all day and not doing anything, it's a bad thing. Right. That's why I want to talk about from, it outside of yeah. uh, addictions. Right. I really want to go pay these bills, but I can't stop looking at Riley Reed's pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know how accurate this is, but... Her butthole is just beautiful. I can't stop looking at it. And this and this may be controversial because this I, I think men's nature... Right? Close the door. Men's nature... <laughs> I love how now you're trying to push through what your point is. <laughs> it was good to be on the other side. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I, think, I think men's nature drives us towards wanting to spread our seed. That's the nature of men, I think. And I think pornography allows you to have mentally, it allows you to have that variety. That's it allows you to, 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 to it allows you to visit those places where you're not actually allowed to visit. That physically. is the artist in him that, talking. Yeah, that really. Because that's like, that's... I have all these stiff socks because I am inclined <laughs> and by my nature, <laughs> I want to spread my seed. However, yes, my seed needs to be spread. <laughs> now my these mind. nuts are not going to bust themselves. <laughs> <laughs> in they my are mind, not I, I bust themselves. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, that's an interesting um, theory. This guy. I mean, do you, do you not do you, do you see pornography as a fantasy? I see it, it as it is, tool. it is a fantasy because if it wasn't, then we wouldn't have half the shit that people watch. It would no. just be, you know, quote unquote normal pornography. But there's so many different. It's been fetishized. I think. I think that's a part of it that they, that this guy might be talking about because it depends, I guess, on how far the rabbit hole goes in your mind. I'm reminded, um, I remember, I can't remember where, but there was a conversation being had about how guys use the um, the movies and the moves that they see in porn and try to try them out in real life. So to an extent, that's great because you're looking for variety in your sexual uh, relationships. However, it's not if, Pornhub, it's YouTube, honey. I'm learning. <laughs> right. And, and based on porn being a very um, male-centric medium, if it turns out that 
the way that you're interpreting these, I guess, scenes are damaging to women in terms of not being able to have intimate relationships. Mm-hmm. That is that is problematic. Look, it, this is this is what this is when it becomes problematic. Okay, <laughs> if you're pulling your cock out at dinner, <laughs> like it's a porn, <laughs> it's a porn scene. You probably have gone too far. You probably had enough. So for you, there, there, there is a, barring an addiction. There is, there is no such thing as too far. So if you, of if you pull, if you pull your cock out and you show it to your girlfriend's stepmom, <laughs> <laughs> you've gone and, too far. And your girlfriend is at uh, the stove, <laughs> oh. and she's not looking back right. to see the, the her mom jerking you off under the table. <laughs> yeah. You've gone too far. No, like, maybe you haven't gone too far. It, like you, like you were saying that um, trying something that you've seen in 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 pornography might might be expanding your knowledge of of, of what's possible sexually. Mm-hmm. You know, but I, I if noticed, you're not I sensitive, you, huh? I notice. I notice how your stepmom keeps looking at me like, "What's up with that?" <laughs> you ever thought about licking your mom, stepmom's pussy? <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> Yo, you know what? You should just write scripts. Just write the scripts. Oh. Send them to Hollywood. <laughs> you, should, you should just write the titles for videos. That should be That's my job. Yeah. Oh my God. Woo! I, I believe you had a point, but I don't know if you still have it. Um let me see <laughs> if I can find it. Hold on. <laughs> I'm looking, searching. <laughs> Searching, searching. searching. Okay. So like you, like you were saying, you can, you can expand your, your knowledge of what's possible in the, in, in the sexual realm. But if you're not sensitive to what your partner's needs are or how your partner is reacting to whatever it is that you're doing, you've kind of missed the point. Right. Right. And I think that that's where, where it can become damaging is like, if you look at porn as being somehow real life, you're probably not doing it right. And, and if you if you came up in, a, I think the next generation, the generation after us, who has porn at their fingertips, who grew up in a world where porn was at their fingertips like that, they might have a distorted view of how sexuality, human sexuality is supposed to function and how you're supposed to couple and partner. Right. And I, I think that's at the root of what this guy is trying to say, is that uh, relationships are in trouble because a lot of um, particularly young, well, I was just a young people are using or engaging in porn and using that as the basis for their intimacy. And a lot of those things you don't see on the surface because they've internalized that. So you only know about that if you're intimate with this person. You don't know how that's affected them. Right. I can see see how a 15-year-old kid watching a specific type of porn might think that women want you to be this aggressive. And some women might want you to be that aggressive, but it doesn't apply to all women. And that might be how he is applying it. And that that's damaging. I think my problem with this is this has always been around. If you go back to if you go back through history and look at any art or any drawings, there's always been nudity, sexual scenes. The Egyptians all did of not that have a version of Pornhub. Stop it. All that all that wall art where they were naked people, there's all the in every culture, some yeah, aspect of that exists. The, it was never the internet. 
and the hieroglyphics didn't have yeah. a gangbang on the yeah. side. Nobody was jerking off. There might, there might the have pyramids. been a gangbang. No, there's definitely a gangbang in 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 there some of the no European There was no jerking art. off at the there's hieroglyphics. No so the way he drew her fucking tits. <laughs> I don't know. With right. the fucking with the dog head. I love. See it. how did you see how pointy those tits were? Oh my god, pointy tits with a dog <laughs> head. Oh, okay. it me off. <laughs> there was there was some guy back then who had money who collected. This art. He was the porn hub of the time. Wait a minute. You just going to skip over the dude said pointy tits with a dog head? Yeah, Egyptian <laughs> shit. You know what I'm saying? Egyptian I'm fucking hieroglyphs. The way he does the fucking eagle face oh. with the ass. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. My balls. Oh, oh my God. Out of oh, my control. God. Well, go ahead, Matt. Go ahead. You there was saying? some guy. Yeah, sorry. I, I, I lost it. And I got it. So there was some guy who collected this art right the salacious art who had his whole house filled with it and probably charged people to come over his house and look at the art because there were no moving pictures or he put it up in a gallery or something what and that was the about? that was money. the porn of the time bitches he wasn't looking at pictures they had real women with orgies and shit like that happening back in the day this drinking it's, wine it's a, and mushrooms and shit not everybody had money porn had existed coochie. porn existed but you couldn't just you shouldn't you couldn't just get porn on your phone or it, there wasn't a phone. You had to go to a shop in Times Square, buy it in a brown plain bag, take yeah. it home, and that was your porn. Get you couldn't pull it up on your phone. And but, get the look, no, but in my father's the time, there guy. used to be a movie theater that you used to be able to go to and watch yes. it like it was a regular movie, and they stopped that. But there used to be just like movie theaters yes. you could go and watch it. It was every day and it but was normal. Also had, you Until also had to be an adult. The moral police. You also had to be an adult. The moral police came. You, you also right. had to be an adult. You couldn't be a 10-year-old walking into that theater. Fair. But you didn't fair, have you fair. didn't have gangs of 10-year-olds walking into that theater. But you got gangs of 10-year-olds who have iPhones who can easily short search Pornhub. But this is how, this is what sort of is shaping how they're thinking about sex. And I think that that's probably the damage that he's talking about. And the only way that we can combat that is really talking about sex explicitly with our children and telling them that you have to think about your partner. It's not real. And I also want to point out that we have to appreciate that porn as it exists now has evolved to this state. So a naked woman would would have probably been considered porn in other eras. But what we see now is far more explicit yeah. and far more uh, just, yeah, just explicit than probably was ever even thought of back in the day. Well, I don't know about that. We just didn't. Think about the search, the, the, the amount of things that you can search for right. on Pornhub. Anything, anything, With you know, you know twisted little mind you can think exactly. of. That, you know, you, that you didn't have access like that. I'm thinking right. back to when we were like teenagers, right? The best you could do is you could go to the video store and rent a video or you get a magazine or you buy a DVD at the gas station or not. Well, not even a DVD. And get that look from the dude dude behind the counter. It's VHS. (laughs) Right. Librarian, librarian, do you have any tablets? Do you have any tablets of thine, thine women from Rome? Yes, yes. And if you go to the third aisle, there are large tablets and you can check them out. And imagine trying to turn it's those tablets and beat them three, up at the same time. It's impossible. Three, three, impossible. three shillings per week. Bring it, bring it back clean for me, sir. Oh, my God. Yeah. So 
Well, all right. What's happening? We had another segment. So, we it's, it's so nice. it, should we quit porn? Is is that should be that to be no. the challenge? The decoding no. forty challenge? No. no, I don't want to lie to you, people. I I could say I'm going to quit, but the shade butter is going to the shade butter is not going to shade itself. <laughs> Mac <laughs> continues not, with this lie. That he I know. I, I, it's like I don't even hear I don't it. Watch anymore. Porn. I know. But he'll he'll send he'll send videos in that chat. And like, oh, <laughs> right. Uh, hello. Like, you I don't watch this. this. Uh, I didn't watch well, it. I just sent it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. What, what's funny? What's funny is I I I I agree with the point that that we could use our time. We we could use our time more productively. But yeah, I'm I'm really not. You know, I don't watch. I don't watch. Uh, I don't watch porn. Shut up. I, right. I, I'm uh, telling you, I watch ninety. I watch ninety percent less porn than you guys. I watch ninety percent less porn. I, 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 I how you know my how do you how do you quantify that? Is I, I, I guarantee. I guarantee. I guarantee. All right. You know, Mac doesn't watch porn. He's a Christian. Um, I want to before we get out of here, give a super duper birthday shout out to one of our listeners, uh, and one of my oldest and dearest friends, my man. 80 Money, a.k.a. Andre Dow, Dow. who is a big supporter of the show. Happy Always. Birthday, brother. Happy birthday. He's decoding 50, fellas. He has wow. made it to wow. the 50. Wow, seriously? Happy Century. birthday. Yeah, he's he's he turned 50 uh, on Saturday, and I told him I was going to give him a shout-out, and, and, and thankfully, I rem- thankfully I remembered. So I want to give that brother a big shout-out. Like I said, he's always he's a supporter of, of the show, of all of us, always uh, reposting stuff that we put up a big supporter of the Coquito and the ice cream and all of that. Thank God he's doing better. He got hit with the Omicron, but he's back and he's healthy and he just celebrated five. Oh, so he's Dakota 50. That's amazing. Wow. He's Dakota. You still got to listen to the show though. <laughs> yeah, he's still gonna listen. He's still gonna listen to the show. Like, but he's the first one to breach the five. Oh, so uh, happy you know, birthday, bro. Man, Dre. No doubt. No doubt. Happy birthday, bro. Cool, and we um we want to uh, shout out the passing of of uh, Andre Leon Talley. He was a, he was an icon in fashion and and had a great impact in that world for African Americans. So we just want to salute his contribution and uh, and acknowledge that brother. So uh, uh, rest in fashion, rest in power. That's our show. Okay, what did we learn today, fellas? I learned that too much porn is bad. <laughs> I learned that um, when it comes to the post office, there's levels to this shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, facts. You fucking, y'all niggas sound like you was going through some Navy SEALs training. <laughs> Yo, trying to tell you. Take those packages to the raid! It's kind of like that. Um, I, I have yeah, learned I to not to not automatically react and spaz out on somebody because they might be uh, MS-13 and I don't want to, I, no, I don't want that smoke. Then they need you to get back in your car, Holmes. How <laughs> you, 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 say? You don't want this smoke, Holmes. <laughs> no, I don't think I'm going to move, Essie. I, I was trying to think of what I learned, but I can't think. Oh. I'm, I've been you drinking wine, that. and now um, I don't even remember what <laughs> you we said the last hour and 25 minutes. Yeah. You, you have learned that uh, West Virginia wine is like the men in black gun, basically. <laughs> That's what you have learned. It all. <laughs> I learned that I can drink a box of wine in an evening. Nice. <laughs> I didn't drink the whole box. So. Mr. Campbell, we're going to have to ask you to leave. Uh, do you remember last night coming down to the front office and pissing on our cookies? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
Yeah, weird. And I said, I love pornography. (laughs) (laughs) Show me more fisting videos. There wasn't enough porn in your room, son. We can't help you with. I need you to broadcast fisting videos on my television in my room. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Prolapse. All right. (laughs) On that note. (laughs) Oh, wait, wait. Hold on. On that note, before you all go to bed, make sure you clear your browsing history. I would would like you now to give us a search term. Just don't tell me why. Give us a search term and let us go down that rabbit hole. Everybody? Yeah, you give me a search term and I'll go down the rabbit hole. Interracial lesbian. Oh, that's that's so vanilla. Yeah, I don't listen. I don't do dogs and animals and shit like. I mean, that you can see that on the front page of Pornhub. That's uh, nothing. So what? Let's go deep, deeper. <laughs> Sasquatch versus the abominable snowman, nigga. I'm gonna put that in there. <laughs> what is gonna come up? Sasquatch versus the abominable snowman. Oh shit! Tribbing is always a good one. Tribbing, okay. I don't even know what that is. I have no idea what that is. You uh, will good. tonight. Now don't you, worry, sir. Now you have a reason to put that in the search bar. <laughs> He's like, I don't want to missionary look. positions. I, I don't, I don't fully know. Clothed, I don't, um, fully clothed, fully clothed, dry humping videos with a glass of milk on the nightstand. Yes. <laughs> Make I, sure they're I, fully I, clothed and no one's erect. I don't want to see any erections. I was going to say bodega backrooms. Soft petting. Bodega backrooms. That's a good one. That sounds interesting. That sounds like Mm -hmm. it could be interesting. Sounds like there's a cat on top of the the (laughs) bridge. Sir, that is not a cat. <laughs> oh, man, I'm gonna need you to get the pussy off my bread. <laughs> get the pussy off the wonder bread. Uh-huh. Let's oh, get out of here. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, everybody, thank you for listening to another salacious episode of the, an exciting episode of the Coding 40. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Make sure you listen to us. Every Friday, there'll be a new episode. And give us a call, 608-618-4040. We appreciate you for listening. Tell a friend to tell a friend and follow us on all social media platforms. We will see you next week. Peace. Peace. Peace.